What's up? This is Mark from Fuming Mouth, and you are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. How are you, my friend? Dude, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am well, thank you. Day off, so I'm kind of just doing a few interviews here and there and trying to take care of house stuff and all that nonsense. So, you know, same shit. You guys are up in northern New England? We're Boston. Oh, okay. Cool. There's a lot of uh, history, metal history in Boston. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Sam Black Church just played the Worcester Palladium the other night. Um, I didn't make it out to that because... I went to see Harm's Way in Boston, but um, yeah, as far as metal history goes, uh, you know that that's one of so many, so many think, bands from the area. Yeah, I think one of my favorite bands, Unearthed, they're from up there, right? They're from up there. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, all those metalcore bands like Kill Switch Engage, All That Remains, Unearth, um, Shadows Fall. Yeah, the list goes on. That's great. It's funny because you don't think about it really when you think about like metal cities, but there's a lot of good stuff that comes out of there. Yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I, <laughs> I I could go on and on. I really could. Anyway, let's talk about Fuming Mouth. Holy cow. I was listening to the radio the, the other day on Sirius and Jose's playing you guys. How great is that? Oh, man. Yeah, it's awesome. I got, I got to admit, like... Uh, uh, it's just, yeah, it's very surreal for sure. Yeah. I was like, cause to be honest, I hadn't really, you guys were not on my radar till Austin hit me up with this interview a couple weeks ago. And then I'm yeah. doing a little research and just listening to Sirius XM doing some other shit. And I was like, Oh my God, that's them. And it's great. And it's banging. What's been the results to it so far? Or the uh, it's been, results? it's been incredible. I mean, um, the first song we put out, uh, it's one of it's one of our most melodic songs, and you know, singing in Fuming Mouth is something we've done for five years. Any real fan would know that. And like, uh, but this one is like where it's the most in your face. Um, it's not. We had this other song uh, called Beyond the Tomb, and that was played on Sirius too, which was like a huge moment. Um, and uh, but but having the Silence Beyond Life, our first single played on there, and uh, it's been great. The having people like dm us and how like emotional the song is to a lot of people has been like has has made it very worth it what does that feel like at the end of the day i mean because when you're writing the song obviously you hope it connects and but you really yeah. have no way of knowing right you're just putting it out there and then when it finally does really connect with somebody is that like the great big payoff i think i think so because especially that's the best song on the album and uh well, you know, they, that could be argued. There, there's a lot of songs. You know, my personal favorite on Last Day of Sun is Burial Grounds. Um, all the songs are different. But uh, uh, with Silence Beyond Life, yeah, the payoff has been incredible because there's a lot of people that don't know the band and just immediately resort to, you know, they heard it for 20 seconds once. And, uh, you know, they immediately resort to talking badly about it. And, uh, you know making fun of it or going on and on. So then it's like when we get a DM that someone had to like, we get 
multiple DMs about how impactful it was to certain people. It that's the moment where it's like, ah, oh, any anyone talking bad or any hater is like, it doesn't. That shit doesn't even matter, right? And at the end of the day, yeah, you're only writing to a certain or trying to connect with a certain amount of people that you know really get it or in that following. You're not really worried about those keyboard warriors and all the other stuff, right? I, I'm not worried about anyone at the end of the day. I'm I'm worried about like the song being good because if the song is good, then I'll connect. That's that's how I look at it. So, okay. So this second record, I mean, you guys, you went through hell, literal hell, trying to put this record out, or we're going. I wish it. I could have gone to hell instead. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but we're we're sitting here talking, right? So that's pretty amazing. Exactly, exactly, and that's why it's like it's all it's all it's all fucking awesome so obviously that gave you a new lease on life i'm sure and but when you were writing this record was it difficult to put all of your everything into it because i know it's you know it's deep and it's no a a lot of people can't really relate to right no i was on a lot of drugs so i i didn't have like um the like awareness to understand like what was too much or what wasn't um and um it was a huge like distractor so like you know it was one of those things where i would totally get lost in just making the music so when you go back and listen to it now do you ever go oh shit i put too much of myself in there or i've exposed too Uh, much yeah 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 i absolutely 100 i look back on it i wish i just sometimes i wish i just made an album like oh for fucking 40 minutes uh yeah sometimes i do wish i did that but at the end of the day it's cathartic as well right i mean it's like the good songs versus bad songs give me mouth is a band that makes good songs and you know we move we made good songs for this album when you guys are writing, are you guys all writing together in the traditional sense? Or are you pretty much sending stuff back and forth? No, I'm usually writing it. Um, I, I'm writing it all. And then uh, we'll get together and like hash it out as a band. Um, it's kind It's been like that since the beginning. I, like uh, the first like few songs for the band, like, you know, 10 years ago, I, I like uh, just created on my laptop on Mac on like a MacBook Pro. And um, it's just kind of evolved, evolved as like uh, Dawes have gotten better. And oh, then, yeah. um, but we do, we do rehearse it in like a practice room. It needs to be. And just to make sure everything will, like makes sense, that everything will make sense live. Um, everything will translate. Do you find when you get into the rehearsal studio that things sort of change a little bit? Like, ah, well, I wasn't expecting it now that we're playing it live. Maybe it works better this way or that way. Yeah, usually it's like having to do less than expected. Like you think like on a computer or doing it, like you think it's all laid out. And then, uh, you know, certain things like, uh, in the silence beyond life, there's a lot of like playing on the neck pickup, like going to that pickup is super, you know, it sounds silly, but it's, it's really not economical. Like when playing or someone doing something that like having three guitar parts when there's only two guitars, Things like that, so then the bass has to fill it in. Yeah. You guys are getting ready to head on a, a tour, right? Tomorrow? Is it tomorrow that I Oh uh, Yeah, it's tomorrow, first day. Are you guys already packed and ready to go? 
No, but, but we're, we're close. Uh, we got practice and then we got, uh, we almost got everything all packed and ready to go. Luckily it's only, it's in New York city. So it's only like three hours away. Um, so we'll do some more packing tomorrow. And, uh, once we're on the road, we're, we're so used to it at this point, it'll be fine. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So with your health, do you do anything special to keep up on the, uh, keep up with yourself on these long runs? Cause this is a pretty decent run, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I got, uh, this like infusion, it's called like an IVIG. And um, I just got it the other day and it like gives you like an artificial immune system for a period of time. And uh, I, to not get too complicated about it, like my immune system being compromised, um, it just makes me more susceptible to getting like a cold or the flu or anything like this. So this kind of allows it. So um, it has like a barrier to that. That's what I did personally. Uh, that's what my doctors recommend. I still go to the doctor like very regularly for this. Right. And, um, uh, you know, and then uh, as, as far as anything else goes, just don't, don't drink too many energy drinks. Don't uh, sleep whenever I can. Understand that routine does not exist in this, in this kind of landscape. And, uh, yeah, just try and uh, look on the bright side, you know, last day of sun. That is beautiful. And so I just saw you played some shows with Hatebreed as well, right? How did those go? We played one show with them, and it was fucking awesome. It was like, uh, it just it just have the opportunity, all, all things aside, you know, like we had technical difficulties, but we got, uh, we got the opportunity to play with not just Hatebreed, but All Out War too. And those are all guys that like have really good taste in music and their taste in music doesn't suck. And they're really funny and cool. And they're just like down to earth. And like, whenever you get to be around people like that at shows and bands, like there's nothing better. Yeah. We've had Jamie on the show a few times. He's a really great guy. Right. I actually like, uh, I don't think I didn't get to say what's up to him at that show. He was like, that was um at this venue called the chance kipsy in hudson valley yeah, it's yeah. been around forever so like yeah you yeah like so it was a lot of people he hadn't seen in a while so it was kind of like a reunion vibe as well where a lot of people like that hadn't seen each other in years were coming out right yeah that's a good good stuff and the crowd was good you good response from them yeah i think so i mean the technical difficulties made it kind of kind of hard but by the end we have the song master of extremity and um it's super like um it's super entombed uh so like something off of like clandestine there's like a song mm-hmm. specifically off of clandestine that's really like and once we played that song the vibe was like immediately back into place and great oh nice 
hit the groove and w- went from there. Hit, hit the groove. Hit the groove. <laughs> so what do you guys? That's have what the song does. So you guys are doing the tour. Are you releasing more singles as, as most people do in the new music business model? Or are you going to stay with the uh, the release? Because you're only three days from the release as well, right? Yeah, we're we're going to go with this. We're going to drop this release. Um, we've recorded 16 songs. There's 12 songs on the mm-hmm. album. So there's more songs. Some of those are going to be like kind of some of those created the foundation for the next album. One of them was supposed to be on the album and we had to cut it because um, – it was like too much. We were out of time, ironically. And one of them is an alternative version of out of time. And um, yeah, so there'll be more music very soon because it's, it's just recorded. But um, as far as everything else, you know, we're going to go to the UK in January. Um, we got some uh, big festivals in the spring and uh, we're going to do some more touring. Yeah. Nice. And shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Give me one second here. Let me catch my. Oh, no. Take your time. I was thinking one step ahead of you trying to get the next question formulated. Um, So what about the single route, though? Are you gonna... Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Forget all of that. How hard was it to get rid of four songs? And when you were sequencing it, was oh, it a big oh, It was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. No, no. It felt like somebody put a knife in me and was just pulling it up. And they're like, what's wrong? Why? 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 Just take get rid of the songs. Because they're all your babies, right? Um, well, actually, one of them, our guitarist Andrew wrote front to back. It's all him. Um, that that song didn't make it. So, and that's very thematic to the album, lyrically, from what I wrote. So that was tough. But then there's specifically one there's that is like really the last song of the album. And uh, the 13th song, that's like the other ones you could call B-sides. This one is like truly part of it. And thematically with the concept of Last Day of Sun, yeah, that that hurt to cut. But that one is going to come out and that like answers what happens. Um, oh, sweet. And two, that actually answers two, my question yeah. as well, because so there's going to be like singles or something else that didn't make the record later on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This the thirteenth song. The thirteenth song will come out hopefully sooner than later, and that will be the the end of last day of song. That will be like the answer. Nice. That's gonna run me up to the end of my questions. Did I miss anything you wanted to cover? No. If you're watching this, uh, listen to last day of song front to back from the first song to the to the last song uh, from out of time to post figurement. It's it's a uh, you know, it's an album. It's not, I keep saying this, but I just really want to just hammer it into people's heads. It's not a bunch of singles. Uh, it's an album and every song sounds different. So even if death metal isn't your thing, there's going to be something there for you. And even if death metal is your thing, then there's definitely going to be something there for you. I wish people would consume music like that. They, the model has changed so much. Like, you know, people like my son, yeah. they just want that one single and maybe 30 seconds of the single, but, I applaud you for doing that whole record thing and sequencing it the way you wanted it and creating that ebb and flow, which is the way I think music should be consumed, especially heavier music that makes you think. At the time I, I have, I still have this like a whole entire toolbox and it's just full of CDs and all those CDs are like listening to that in my car, whether it's like for victory by bolt thrower or, um, Ride the Lightning by Metallica. You know what I mean? The whole entire spectrum of metal, it, it really is like, it really inspired me to be like, okay, let's do a full-on full, 
full-length album that you listen to. Yep, I 100% agree, and I applaud you for doing that because a lot of people, and I understand they have to because they have to stay afloat, so they've adapted to the, you know, a single every six weeks or something, but I really did that. You know, at the heart of it, you guys are doing the old school thing, for lack of a better word. It's 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 the old school, and we're we're taking it new school. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, before we go, then, can where can fans find you guys? You want to give us your socials? Uh, fumemouth.com, fumemouth on Instagram, fumemouth on Twitter. Mark, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Dude, I Bruce, saw, thank you so much, man. I just saw the routing. You guys are playing here in Richmond, uh, I think, December 1st, so I'm going to come on down. Yes. Okay, awesome. I'll meet you there. Yeah, absolutely. I'll catch up with you when we get here. Okay, that's awesome. Bruce, thanks for having me, man. Hey, thank you. Travel safe, be well, and we'll see you soon. All right, later, bro. All right, cheers. Bye. Bye. Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamgoat's Van Flip Podcast.